Hey guys, it's Michael Pasaya, and today I'm going to be talking about the Rainbow Theater at UC Santa Cruz. You might be asking yourself, well, what is the Rainbow Theater? Well, it's a program under the Cultural Arts and Diversity Center that gives students the opportunity to really give a voice to their community and issues that they or others might be facing. Youth presentations are going to be held through the weekend of May 21st and the 28th. Of course, since we are still under quarantine, these plays will be held virtually, which is unfortunate, but I think it's really nice for accessibility reasons to have these virtually. You know, thinking about the families of these actors who might not be able to be in Santa Cruz during the presentation, they're now able to watch and to be a part of the audience and give a applause to their you know family members live and i think that's really great so the cadrc which is short for the cultural arts and diversity center is holding these presentations on a youtube live stream on the first day of the weekend then for the following days it will just be up on their channel and you can watch the recorded live stream which i think is really great especially if you're not able to make it for the first day you know it's still going to be there so i just got done watching the first weekend uh, you know i was there live and i thought it was a really great experience you know it was really nice to be a part of the audience and like i said give applause to the actors you know when it was deserved they did such a great job um and you know even the set design was really amazing which is something that i'm definitely going to be talking about in the later parts of the podcast but i thought they did this virtual experience very well and i'm very glad that they were able to pivot to the virtual experience and still perform this is my first time hearing about the rainbow theater and the cultural arts diversity center as a whole so i'm just really glad that i was able to hear about them in time to you know be a part of this great experience so just to talk about like now the actual plays and performances that went on. The premiere play was Odysseus Cruz by Jose Cruz Gonzalez, and it was directed by our own UCS students Angel Cardenas and Rebecca Hall. So Odysseus Cruz is like an homage to the Odyssey by Homer, and in this retelling we have a smuggler who stops in an oasis and meets the spirits of people that he has wronged on his missions to America. And before the play starts, we have a little slideshow that has a kind of like a bio in, infographic of each producer, you know, and each actor that helped get this play done. I thought it was a really nice touch because it reminded me like of a pamphlet that you might have when you're at an in-person, you know, play. So I thought that was really nice. The play starts out with actress Diana Rodriguez describing the beginning in Spanish and then in English. And from this monologue, we move on to the actual play starting with Odysseus Cruz, you know, meeting this blind mystic and then going on from there. So. I don't really want to go into, you know, a summary of the whole play because I think that's I, I don't I don't I don't think I can give credence to the actor's performance. So I'd rather just have you guys watch that. But I do want to talk about, you know, kind of like how I felt after watching it and how well I thought they did everything and just talk about the themes that they brought up and why I think it's important that they still had this presentation, even in the midst of a global pandemic and quarantine and all the craziness that has been this year and the past year. So. To begin with, one of the things I thought that was done very well was the sets. And I know because it's virtual, they don't have physical sets, but something that I thought was ingenious was they had their Zoom green screens as the sets that they were in. And of course, a picture isn't the same as having the whole set, but I thought it was done very well. I thought it was a great, you know, overcoming of this virtual setback. So I thought that was amazing. Um, and what I thought was also really cool was that when it switched to each character, it wasn't just the same background like being reused. They actually had different ones. So like at one point when uh, Odysseus Cruz is talking to like the, the blind mystic, like behind Odysseus is like a desert and like maybe like hills in the background. But then behind the mystic, it's like a mountain, like the beginning of a mountain. So I thought that was just really cool for like the feel of watching the whole play. 
Another thing that I really enjoyed about this play was that even though it was virtual, they stuck to the theme of the play. Like the costumes were done well too. You know, even though it was virtual, like the mystic had a robe on and being that he was blind, he had a blindfold on the whole time, which I bet was really weird for the actor since he couldn't really see where he was looking at, but it didn't really matter because he just kind of looked straight. So I thought that was great. Another thing that I thought was really interesting was that some of the actors, of course, were spirits. So, you know, like, how can you denote this visually? Uh, and what they did was they did this like weird kind of like fade where it was almost like if um, the person was like fading away. I don't know if you guys have seen that meme where it's like the dude throwing up like a peace sign and then he like kind of slowly disappears and like this transition. And that was kind of like what the characters had, but just like persistent. So it was almost like they were see through, like, you know, how a spirit or like a ghost might be, which I thought that was really cool. I, you know, I personally don't even know how they did that, but I thought that was really amazing for just, you know, the kind of production that they put into it. And aside from like the more physical, like, or virtual manifestations of the play, I don't know what you would really call it, but I just wanted to talk about like the content of the play. I thought it was really great because it brought up discussion about coyotes and kind of like the ethical dilemma that they might find themselves in. When I was watching, I, you know, it's him like feeling the guilt. Uh, the first one starts with like him feeling the guilt about letting, um, you know, passengers that he was leading to America die and his son. You know and dealing with that and you know like oh that the coyote is saying that you know the passengers knew what a difficult traveler was going to be but then the traveler who passed away and was in spirit saying like well you told us that we were going to make it there like you essentially lied to us which i thought was interesting and another thing too was i think the spirit in the first time he says it was a, a funny uh funny quote he says something like um you know frida's there in, in america flipping burgers now and i don't know if they were referring to like frida Kahlo or or just freedom in general, you know, which I thought was something interesting because people are looking for a better life, but then they end up in these situations where they might be taken advantage of, you know, and then too, like we got to think about like the situations in which families are split apart. You know, one family member might be in America trying to accrue money to get the rest of his family over and then families never meet, um, you know, or just legal troubles or like just dying on the trip or dying in America. You know, there's a lot of like grave danger that comes with these journeys. And I think it was interesting and very um, helpful that they gave like a voice to this. Another thing was that when the play ended, yeah, like the same girl who started the, the play with the song ended it with a song. After this play, each actor had a little like monologue that talked about their own personal struggle such as like being shamed by people from your culture for being too american which is something that like i've unfortunately dealt with a little bit so you know and then another one was like the conflict of having to change for different people and different like lifestyles you know like being at home versus being at school or things like this i thought it was really great that the cadrc gave these actors a moment to talk about their monologues and just talk about their personal experiences and give more of an insight into them and give a voice to you know people who have also suffered through these things and make sure that like they're not alone in experiencing these things i thought that was really great so after this play we had three more presentations the first being night visions by dominique morcial which was a short play about this couple that witnessed a man at night assaulting a woman and then arriving home and discussing what to do and of course calling the police um when they call the police though there's a kind of confusion on like what to say to the police and how to describe the man especially since it was night and it was hard to really get a good view of the person um you know they have conflicts of over what color the sweater was um and then the most important being you know what race was he 
the woman who is calling the cops initially assumes that he's black and the couple who which also are black the husband then goes to say like well wait you don't even know that you're just assuming that and then a dialogue speaks on to you know the man accusing the woman kind of like of going against their culture especially since they're black and kind of speaking onto that and then they have a discussion about that and the woman's like you know i wasn't even trying to do that like you're completely twisting what i was saying i thought this play was really good because it brought up the struggles of urban life you know they even go on to mention how the street lights weren't working right which is why a reason to them not being able to accurately describe the assailant or to even the room in their apartment being cold and not having proper heating and i think this is a good voice for people who go through these things and don't really like are not able to understand because they've never lived in an area where you know there's a lot of crime or there's like police sirens all the time or things like this where you know or the streets might be dirty and so i thought this was very helpful for bringing like about this kind of understanding or even the racial tension that we've been experiencing with like issues like george floyd and another one of the plays that's called the ballad of george zimmerman but just talking about how these phone calls can be potentially detrimental to people um because of false like you know oh like mistaken identity and stuff like that so it was kind of going to the talking about at least in my opinion like the importance of correctly identifying people and not like making assumptions that could lead to someone wrongfully being detained or arrested or something along these lines and i thought it was a really good play the actors definitely showed a lot of emotion and like the past play the set was done really well they were both in an apartment and you could see that and then you know they had great sound effects for at the end of the play when the husband leaves and goes outside and goes for a walk and it just sounded like the door was opening so i thought they did this very well the next play that went on after this was some other kid by a ray Pamat. and this one was a little harder to ascertain a theme from because there were a lot of themes that they went over um for one example theme was like the high expectations that are placed on people especially in high school to to have the best sat or act scores and it's hard because like at that time people are just finding their place in life and trying to figure out who they are and what they want to do and the stress of these high expectations can be really damning towards people and like their mental health so that was something that they brought about another one was like the power that every individual has and how even small things like giving someone a sticker that says love on it which one of the um people in the play talks about can be helpful to you know rejuvenating someone's self-esteem or just making them feel happy and loved and like bringing about a stronger community so i thought that was something that was really important you know giving the power back to the individual and really understanding that everyone can make a change if they really put their mind to it um but i think the one theme though that i think was most attached to the plot was the anxiety that people feel when like confessing your feelings for someone romantically which was what this play was about it was like two people or three people one of the friends wanted another friend to leave so that they could ask out the other friend which i know sounds kind of confusing so many friends and everything but i was kind of talking about that and just like the you know anxiousness that you feel before it so i thought that was something that was interesting because you know i think that can be something that's hard for everyone um and i thought it was a little cute and the play was they did it well and the set of course was done well too they had the apartment going on that was done well for all of the plays um one thing though this play ended in a very strange way and i was not expecting it um yeah so that's something i guess that just to if you watch it like that's definitely something to look out for the play it's definitely gonna grab you or grab your attention and the last one that was presented was the ballad of george zimmerman 
by Dan O'Brien. This I'm fairly certain was not the full account of the play because I was looking at the page for each of the play and this was supposed to be like 10 minutes long and this one was only two minutes long. So this one was very short and was done by actor George Foley who is performing as a man who's like racistly describing this uh, man that, he's, that he finds suspicious walking down the streets like looking at the houses and he claims that he's holding on to something in his waistband. This one I thought was interesting because it reminded me of Night Visions in the way in which the actors are both describing someone to the police. But of course this one was like a racist tirade by this man wrongfully suspecting this black man of doing nothing but just walking down the streets and looking at the houses and even goes on to like say that he has something in his waistband and that he needs to go get him because before he does any danger and that they all get away yeah so in this one that was pretty much that it was like as if someone was like recording themselves on their phone as they're like calling the police or trying to go get them which i thought was interesting for like the candidness of videos you know that i've seen on youtube that are almost like exactly like this and i think it was good to like point out um you know how this happens all the time and it's something that we should actively as communities being trying to go and prevent as much as we can so that was the last performance of the night and i thought all the performances were great especially in bringing up like like i said before a voice to these issues that we are facing as a community as a society as a nation so i thought it was really great that this play was able to go on in in face of the circumstances of covid and i'm very eager to see what they have for the next weekend and even next year we we can hopefully return to in-person event for anyone hearing this and for anyone interested i would highly recommend to go check out the rainbow theater go check out their page at the cadrc website which i'll have linked in the description and you know go check out the the recordings of the rainbow theater i think it was very great you know hang out with your family or just watch them by yourself maybe when you're doing homework or if you have the free time to experience it i think it's a really great thing to watch and also if you really like the rainbow theater or if you're interested in hearing about them i would really check out their spotify podcast which i will also link in the description which they have recordings of plays monologues and other stuff that they just talk about as a team on that um podcast so it's you know kind of like having a weekly rainbow theater all the time instead of just annually so i would uh, definitely go check out their spotify and see what they have there and you know too you know they they take auditions so if you're really interested in performing i would definitely check out their page and try to get in touch with them and see if you can participate into the community so that's pretty much all i had for today's podcast and before I go, I just wanted to give a quick round of applause to all the actors and producers that worked to get this production done. I thought it was done very well, and I'm very glad that I was able to experience it. So yeah, just good job, guys. So that's all I have for today. See you guys next week.